listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. So it happened again over the weekend. Which is? Um, this time it was in, uh, you know, from Mexico into the New Mexico border. Um, it happened like three weeks ago here in Arizona where. What happened? Uh, they were trying to uh, smuggle prohibited meat in from Mexico. Prohibited meat. I saw them this weekend at Club Red. <laughs> I'm not sure. You, great band. <laughs> prohibited meat. <laughs> their, their first album. F you, vegans. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie, too. I saw it on the Playboy Channel. Uh, oh, did you? Yes. Uh, but uh, prohib- <laughs> it was bologna specifically. Uh, no, no, it happened. 270. <laughs> no, no, it's really bologna. Um, 270 pounds of it. And I, I get a kick out of the fact that they not really all that extensive a hiding job. They just kind of tried, you know, it was it was basically 30 rolls of bologna. I mean, you know, probably almost two feet long. Okay. You know, and a big thick, you know, what a, what what, what a, a bologna roll What a deli like. yeah. would, would yeah. cut it from. You'd see it hanging yeah. in the deli or something like yes. that, or in the, in the deli case, sure. Yes, and, you know, they can't let it come <clears throat> in because it might have, you know, it, diseases or whatever that, you know, because it hasn't undergone the same rigorous FDA type stuff that yes, we do because, here. Because one thing I look for in my bologna is the health benefits. Absolutely. Of course, sure. You know it. So they brought it in, but they, they only hid it under the floor mats. With the passenger and the driver. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <clears throat> How big is that bologna? I mean, it's a, it's a each big roll. roll of- each roll is like 10 pounds, almost like it's like 270 pounds, 30 rolls. So it's nine pounds a roll. Hiding under a floor mat yeah. is a relative term. I mean, yeah. hey, dude, your floor mats are really lumpy. <laughs> well, the driver. Lumpy floor and- mats open for prohibited meat, by the way. I'm not sure you knew that. The driver and the, fl- and the passenger, <laughs> their knees were up to their chin. So they were like, okay, what do you have under the floor mats? It's. It's a silly it's story, but it's real. Sure. You know, it's it almost feels like it's a diversionary tactic. You know, the guy with all the drugs is going through the other. Exactly. The yes. other pass through at the border right there. Yeah. Well, you never know. Like, again, you never know what's <laughs> in bologna. They're smuggling like meth or something. There could you know, be something. Yeah. yeah in, it wouldn't, in be, the bologna, yeah. wouldn't be the craziest smuggling method we've ever seen of no. stashing cocaine or whatever inside in the of something of else. Sure. You know, so very weird. Prohibited baloney. We've kept it out again. So we got that going for us here, which, which is, is nice. nice. So you probably find this interesting whether you're a, a dog owner, lover or not. Right. Uh, but in, in Hollywood, so you, you may have seen last week Lady Gaga, her, her dogs were, were kidnapped basically, dognapped. Yes. Two, two out of her three bulldogs French bulldogs. French bulldogs were taken, and it's it's really strange. She's not even in the country right now. She's somewhere else, you know, doing whatever people like her do. And her dog walker was out with the three dogs. Mm-hmm. Two guys pull up in like a van or something like that. They get out and they try and steal the dogs. The dog walker puts up a fight and winds up getting shot. Yeah. He's going to be okay uh, from what I understand. Never think of that as a dangerous profession. Right. right? That's, I mean, it's really, it's pretty extreme for that kind of situation. Two out of the three dogs were taken, but they've since been returned by somebody. And so I I thought this was weird. I was reading about it. It said police have not said whether the dogs were specifically targeted or it was a crime of opportunity. What? Is there something I'm missing here? Is there like a French bulldog black market? What what is the opportunity specifically? I don't even know what that means. All right, Mark, I'm I no mean, I'm no crime stopper. I'm no sleuth. 
you know, oh. unlike a, unlike if you see a guy with a wallet hanging out of his pocket, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Pick it, it's like, hey, yeah, it was just there. Yeah, you know? it was a crime of opportunity. Yeah. I, I I don't know for sure, but I did see a movie, and in this movie, <laughs> by the way, it, when it it all makes sense when I tie it all together. Okay. A movie called Seven Psychopaths. All right, it's a Colin Farrell movie. All right. Colin Farrell and uh, Sam Rockwell before he he became a, an Academy Award nominated actor. All right, and in the movie, Sam Rockwell and Christopher Walken are dog nappers. What they do is they go around and they steal dogs. All right, and then post reward. You know, wait for the reward sign to be posted, okay. and then return the dog to collect the reward. As if they found it. As if they found it. Okay. So my guess is the kind of people that would be stupid enough. To go around and steal dogs from somebody who's a dog walker probably saw that movie and thought, okay, I steal the dogs, I wait for the reward to be offered, and then I go and get the reward. And Lady Gaga offered 500 k in, in, in exchange for returning the dogs. No questions asked. All right, I get that. In an area, so that's kind of how it happens. In an area like that where you have dog walkers, right. you might have some money, so you might wind up stealing right. uh, somebody's dog you know, who has money. And right. They, okay. All right. All right, I get the opportunity now. That that makes some sense. Did, You've did, missed did, a huge part of this, though. What is it? I was. It, did they call for ransom? Can they say, can I speak to my dog? No. <laughs> they, no. Well, okay, what did I miss? <laughs> so within hours after a social media post was made, the dogs were returned unharmed because the social media post was made by 76-year-old terrifying actor Danny Trejo. <laughs> ah, machete. Check this yes. out. So Danny Trejo tweets out, so sorry to hear about your dogs, Lady Gaga. We got people out there looking for them. Mm. Now, if I'm somebody involved in nefarious activities involving Lady Gaga's dogs, and I find out Danny Trejo is on the case, I'm bringing those dogs back. I'm bringing them back quick. He is Real still, quick in a he's hurry. still scary. He's terrifying. Even at 76. Yeah. He's terrifying, and he's a superhero in L.A. I mean, not only does he have one of the best taco trucks... Uh, that anybody has ever been to. You know, he's shown up at a couple of different like car accidents and stuff and pulled victims from like burning cars. Yeah. He really yeah. is a superhero in L.A. now. You know what the greatest thing about Danny Trejo is? Which is? He's a very enlightened dude. Right. Um, like he doesn't mind. Sure, he's famous. He's probably made a little bit of money. But yeah. obviously Lady Gaga is way more famous and has way and made way more money than Danny Trejo. But he's an enlightened dude. He doesn't mind. Ladies can do stuff now, and you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. They actually were in a movie together in 2013 mm -hmm. called Machete Kills. And I think just the title of that movie combined with the tweet was enough to bring those dogs back. Right. I mean, literally, the dogs were returned within hours of that tweet going up. So. There you go. We don't know if they if they played together, but again, Trejo, I bet, you, people forget he had a life before Hollywood. I bet he's connected to people who would know things about things such as that. He, uh, he lived a rocky life before Hollywood, yeah. so... We had a very vigorous conversation here on the Mark and the Interpol show on Friday regarding a certain traffic maneuver that people will sometimes pull as to whether it's a, a dick move, a jerk move, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes I, I don't think it's always a dick move. It can be, though, certainly. Yeah, it's essentially when there are three lanes of traffic lined up at a stoplight and the extreme right lane zips in front of everybody. And uses the merge lane on the other side of the intersection to jump in front of traffic. Right. The right That's lane. Yeah. The right lane goes away. Yes. It's it's a merge lane, and you're supposed to, if you're in that lane and you're stuck in the flow of traffic, you're supposed to merge in after the flow of traffic goes in. But no, people just jump in there and they race to try and get in there. And passing on the right in the state of Arizona is legal as long as there's enough 
lane in front of you to do so. It's a matter of whether or not you believe that, that there's enough lane there. Right. So, you know, I, I pointed out on Friday, like uh, an, an intersection that I can that I can visualize here on the north side of the intersection, I'll often stop in on the right-hand side to fill up my gas tank. Right. And when I come out, sometimes I can't get into either of those two full traveling lanes. Sure. Because they're all stacked up with cars. So sometimes I will turn into that right lane, right. move ahead to the light, mm-hmm. and when it hits green, I, I kind of get out there pretty quickly, and then, yeah. I can, then I merge without being in anybody's way. I think everybody has done it, um, but it doesn't make it any less a jerk move. Well, I, or does it? Well, see, there was one guy who we talked to on Friday who feels that it's not a jerk move. You know, I, I've done it before, too. Like, get in that right lane and, like, jet past the traffic because I didn't want to wait in that long line. Yeah. Obviously, you don't think it's a dick move. or Otherwise, you'd think that you were a dick. Exactly. And I'm not a dick, bro. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> we learned that on Friday. But I actually think that that's, you know, that's really not the right way to do things. Like, if you're, if you're heading southbound or something, you're in the middle lane. Mm-hmm. And the right lane opens up on the side. You dash into it. You bolt ahead of everybody. You get yeah. to the light. Specifically for the purpose of getting ahead of everybody, I don't think it's a great thing to do. No. Yeah. You can get I – mean, I mean, and is there, there's, a, there's a chance if it's a red light or the light turning yellow and, and about to turn red and you do something like that, you could end up T-boned. You can end up getting hurt. Yeah, very true. Yeah, because you do, you do have to be. And you know, I try and I try and be aware of that if I'm do, if I get stuck at that light and I'm like, let me get ahead here so you know I can merge in easily. Nobody else has to slow down for me or anything like that, and it's not a problem. I'm not going to be sitting in that lane forever on the right hand side. Yeah. You know, I do check, you know, see what's coming on my right and left. You got to do that. Now, right? Or you could plow into the passenger side of a car combing across the intersection now because your light just turned red and you ran a red light, and that person has right. you know, they have the advanced green. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's a potential. Basically, we're saying to slow down. It's a total dick move, and I agree with Paul, because you never want to be the first one out in any intersection in this town, or you're going to get your ass clobbered. <laughs> well, I, I, actually I don't know think that that's true, but in, in, in most cities, yeah. that'll happen. True for any town. Yeah, Absolutely, that's, that's, yeah. Common, that's, that's just a common thing. We're impatient, and when the, red, the light turns green, we jump on it, man. That's right. We jump on it, and sometimes in the right lane, they jump on it. And then I saw this today on my way to work. The drag race ensues at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> two people in the, in, the, in the middle lane and the extreme right lane are driving drag racing because that one car length is going to make all the difference in the world to you getting to work today. <laughs> yes. All right, let's quickly um, reset what we were talking about. The, the traffic, oh, I don't know, maneuver that seems so annoying on the road. It's, it's an, yeah, it, 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 people do this all the time. They move from the right lane, which is a not supposed to be a passing lane. And then, of course, there's a merge lane after an intersection, and they like to jump into the right lane. Whether it is they, that they, they time the red light and they jump as soon as it turns green and come from behind, or they just set up in that right lane knowing that they need to be in front. And here's the really annoying part. They get in front, and then they slow down. Yeah. The, they uh, just want to be in front. Yeah. The, the right lane is just like a business access lane or for the right turn because it's going to end when you cross the intersection. Yes. And yet people use that as a way to jump out ahead and, and merge in before anybody can get there. And just to be clear, passing on the right is legal in the state of Arizona if there's enough roadway in front yeah. of you to do so right. and successfully create the pass. And traffic flowing in, in that direction there isn't enough room, right. so it's a dick move, in e- my opinion. Even the attorney general texted us on Friday. Oh, look at you dropping yeah. the a good uh, no. friend of the show. What, what the are we big timing yet? I think so. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. So uh, he said, "Speaking of jerk moves, please remind folks. You know, guys, please remind folks to use their turn signals. They are there for a reason. Except he didn't." 
correctly spell use their turn signals, uh, autocorrect made it sue. So it says, please remind folks to sue their turn signals. Well, he's, so, an, he's an attorney. That's yeah. what they do. Their first thought is to well, sue. We texted him back and let him know that, that that's not the answer. It's only going to clog up the court system right. with frivolous lawsuits. Yep. And how's a turn signal going to afford a lawyer? And by the way, in case you know, uh, I grew up in New England. They're not turn signals. They're blinkers. <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't even know what you're talking about. You're speaking a different language, Mr. Attorney General. So the scenario we were talking about, this guy thinks it's a dick move. You guys should ride with me for a day. I've talked to you before. I, I drive a semi-truck, haul heavy equipment. The chances people take around me is incredible. I mean, they... They'll cut me off, pull in front of me. They think that I could stop on a dime. What they don't realize, I hit them, they're gone. Yep. And I really don't want to go to prison for their stupidity. Yep. Well, that's, and, and again, it's a thing that, that I, I talked to Mark about this. I think it's because riding a motorcycle, I'm well aware of how easily it is to die that I see it constantly. I watch for you guys like a hawk. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm always on the lookout for you guys. You shouldn't have to though. We should we should be we should behave too and realize that just because there's a spot in front of you that doesn't mean it's open for us. You needed that room to slow down. Well, and I I literally with my kids when they were coming of age to get their license, I took them out on the freeway in my pickup and I got around semi trucks and I said, "Look, this is what pisses a truck driver off. If you hang right here on on his left corner or if you do this or you do that, I showed him various scenarios." Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to have public announcements on TV showing this stuff. We got to share the roads with motorcycles, yes. But we need to share the roads with semi trucks too. You just got a public announcement on the radio. I know it's not TV, I, but you know, well, I get people. You know, I, it takes. I, I'm packing sometimes eighty to one hundred and ten thousand pounds, and it takes me a little bit to gear up to highway speed coming on the freeway. I get people coming around me, showing me I'm number one. Hey, you know I mean. congratulations. All right, congratulations on being number yeah, one. Yeah, well, you know, all truck drivers tend to be number one. That sometimes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we're all number one on the road, actually. Yeah, it happens. Um, no, but, you know, that's the other thing. And, again, we point it out uh, because it's important because it will save your life. There's, there's, you know, truck drivers leave us like a, like a four car length space in front of them. That's why they're not speeding up to join up with traffic when they're stuck in traffic on the 10 during rush hour. They need that space to slow down because he just said 110,000 pounds. It's not like you can just jump on your brakes and slow it down. And it's not for, it takes a little time. That space in front is not there for you to cut into and then slow down because you're making a quick right hand turn. That's dangerous. Yeah. Super dangerous. Just understand trucks are like, they're like big ships. Only they're on the ground, and it does take a little time to slow them down and to turn them and all that stuff. So right. just be careful out there, yeah. man. People don't have to – don't drive like a dick. And good idea by that guy to take his kids out and yes. show them different scenarios. Yes. Very good thinking. Driver's education. What a concept. They should Practical. teach that in school. Practical matters there. I spent uh, pretty much the whole weekend home sweet home. My wife got her second vaccine shot. So she was kind of, she got that on Friday. She was totally wiped out on Saturday. That's cool that she got it. She's got it taken care of now. So now you don't have to worry about that. Because that, that was a concern in your house because she's exposed to, she's in an environment where she could be exposed to it very often. A lot often. of people, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, it's, uh, it was Moderna, what she got. So oh, cool. Just, you know, in case that helps anybody figure out. You Is know, she feeling like a virgin now because she's got the Moderna vaccine? Moderna. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> you know, who got- I always think of Madonna, too. But um, just so you know, that could happen the day after you get your vaccine. So, you know, maybe let work know, hey, it's 
possible I'm going to feel lousy tomorrow. Yeah, the second shot, they say, is the one that, that causes the fever and the potential body aches and stuff like that. And I guess uh, I don't know why that happens. I'm kind of glad it happens to certain people like R. Kelly, who apparently <laughs> I don't know why R. Kelly got the COVID. He's in prison right now. Yeah. Um, and apparently R. Kelly got both COVID-19. If there's ever been a guy who's less deserving of the COVID-19 vaccine <laughs> than R. Kelly, I'd like to hear the name. Maybe he got it because he hung around. You know how people are doing that? Like at, at vaccine distribution spots. Yes, we talked about this last week. This, yeah. is, this is a thing. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting in that people, there are some people who, who purposely hang around like a CVS or a Walgreens mm-hmm. or some kind of, you know, state run thing. Um, and they wait till like the day is ending and they see if there's any vaccines where people didn't show up. Because they have to use those. Yes, there's a, there's a thing. Uh, for, the, for those that don't know, one of the vaccines, and I think two of the vaccines maybe, um, they're temperature controlled. So it's almost like, remember those little glow sticks you would get at the county fair? That were that, that, that like you would get them, and once you cracked them, they glowed for like 12 hours. And you tried to put them in the freezer to get them to last longer. Yeah, there's a window. They, they have a finite lifespan. Yeah. Well, the, the, the vaccine is like that. And so sometimes at the end of the business day, because a lot of those pharmacies close at like 6, 7 o'clock, you'll hear over the speaker, oh, we have four doses of the vaccine. Yeah. And there are people who are hovering around now trying to get the vaccine before other people. I, I, I don't know if I should be offended by that or impressed by the ingenuity. I don't say there's nothing wrong with it because it's just going to go to waste. Yeah, I right? guess if so, you're not denying somebody yeah. who was already scheduled right. for it and they don't show up. Right. Yeah. Somebody should get it. You know, those things are expensive. Agreed. And, you know, and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I think a lot, I mean, a lot of those pharmacies stay open 24 hours or the, or the store does. The but, store does, but the pharmacy doesn't. And the actual vaccinations, I don't know how long that lasts during the day. It probably doesn't last as long as some others, you right. know, as, as some other services they provide. So, yeah, I mean, if they're going to go bad, somebody might as well get them, right? Yeah, it's, again, on the one hand, I'm impressed. On the other hand, as as long as you're not, again, denying somebody who is scheduled for it, and I think that's how it's yeah. working, before you get mad that these these uh, uh, vaccination sites are giving away vaccines that are intended for other people, it's, it's basically, if you don't show up for an appointment, that's on you, man. Yes, and they're going to waste the vaccine sure. if somebody doesn't step up and say, I'll take it. It's so. like the Mrs. Fields cookies. They used to give, they give them to homeless shelters at the end of the day because you can't have the cookies go bad. We will inform you about behavior that is, well, miscreant-like, if you will, a thing we like to call the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. All right, we're going to go to the heartland today, Lincoln, Nebraska. All righty then. To meet 30-year-old Claytavius Wiley. Wow. Claytavius. <laughs> this was just this past Wednesday That sounds night. like a behavioral pattern. <laughs> you know, he was behaving quite Claytavius today. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, this was this past Wednesday, actually early Thursday morning, and Claytavius was catching a buzz, <laughs> smoking some weed. Now, the mistake that Claytavius made was doing this while he was driving around town in his red Chevy. And in, in fact, uh, he was being seriously reckless inside his car. Uh, Claytavius <laughs> also had a loaded illegal handgun tucked into his center console. Um, That's Claytavious behavior is what that it, is. It really is. Yep. Um, so it shows a bit of Claytaviousness. Yes. Uh, Claytavius also had several more bags of marijuana, illegally obtained prescription pills, more ammunition, brass knuckles. It almost seems like Devious is Claytavious' yes. middle name. Yep. Claytavious yep. Devious. He also had a stun gun. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That would be his, I think that would be his Greek god name, Claytavius Devious, <laughs> if he was in the member of the Roman Senate. <laughs> so. <laughs> it was very bad news for 
Claytavius when he saw the flashing red and blue lights behind him. When he pulled over, Claytavius <laughs> knew it was bad, so he just took off running. <laughs> cops were able to track him down and arrest him. So, what was it that made cops pull Claytavius over? They tripped over his name. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was the usual, you know. Or you're thinking, you know, was it the usual? Did he fail to signal? Did he have a busted taillight? Perhaps expired license plates? No, the usual. No, it was it was a new one. Claytavius was driving a vehicle with no license plates. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. None. All right. What in the name of Tom Osborne is this guy thinking? Claytavius. I'm guessing he was not up to date on his insurance either. I don't know that, but it's a hunch. My guess is he could have been arrested for driving under the influence if he couldn't say his name. <laughs> and when he said his name, the officers were like, get in the car, please. <laughs> Claytavius Wiley. Wow. Today's Mark and Neander Paul, dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you ever told. <laughs> the Mass of the Day is brought to you by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. Check out the best prices and largest selection at arrowheadharley.com. So we, uh, we talked a little bit about this on Friday, I think. Uh, Hasbro... The toy company has changed the name of Mr. Potato Head. Shouldn't that just be has now? Because right. there's a gender, there, there's a gender reference there. There was a guy named Chuck who emailed us after we talked about it. He goes, Has should Hasbro should become has because bro is too gender non inclusive. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so stupid. And of course, social media all weekend. I've been watching social media and it's like I never thought I'd live in a world where we'd be arguing the gender of a plastic <laughs> toy potato. But that's where we are in twenty twenty one. I know. Yeah. So know. just so people don't know. Uh, Mr. Potato Head will just be Potato, potato Head. Head. Potato Head. Yes. And How come Mrs. Potato Head's not being ostracized? No, yet? she. I think she is. Is she? Uh, yeah, you, what I think you can do now is buy a package with a potato family in it. You have two um, n- non-gender identified potatoes so and a baby we're potato. This. Yeah. You know, originally it was just a, you, you just had the little things you stuck into it and it didn't come with with a plastic potato. It was originally you did it with a potato at home. Right, you yeah, that's how pins. you did it. You took pins and you pushed them into. I thought they we were rotten thought, potatoes. Yeah, I thought it was progress when they started including a plastic potato that you could use forever. And now, now we're really seeing some progress here with uh, regress. With is what we're yeah, talking about. This I, I, is so stupid. Listen, think about it. If you start taking the Mister out of everything, I mean, where would where would Ozzy Osbourne be in his song, Mister Crowley? Uh, right? Well, where, I would, guess he, okay. he would just be Mister Crowley. The way the song goes, right? right? Yeah. But it, it... Yeah, it, it does lose a little bit there. It loses a little bit. Yes, I guess so. Especially because Aleister Crowley was, in fact, a guy. <laughs> it was Mr. Yeah, I mean, okay. Is, is Mr. Ed available? I would think so. Hello, I'm Ed. <laughs> He's just Ed now. <laughs> He's just Ed, the talking horse. Well, he's only Ed. His father was Mr. Ed. Yeah. Even he's just Ed now. Here's the thing. If we start taking the Mr. out of everything, um, we're only going to be drinking Pib, <laughs> which just doesn't sound good. We shouldn't be drinking Pib. That is true. Pib said, especially if you drink your own Pib. I mean, that's just gross. Yeah. How will you sanitize and disinfect your kitchen? Uh, with clean, of course. <laughs> What about Belvedere? Oh, great show. Belvedere. Great show from the 80s, late yeah, 80s. Yeah. yeah, Christopher Hewitt, by the way. Mm-hmm. Belvedere. Brilliant. You know, I, it would really, I think, negatively affect the world of professional wrestling. Paul Orndorff would only be 
Wonderful. Yes. Not Mr. Wonderful. Kurt Hennig would just be perfect. Exactly. Which we found out he really wasn't. Yeah, he, he was Mr. Perfect. He only made one mistake, and it yeah. was a big one. That's true. How about Magoo? <laughs> Magoo, he's just Magoo. Magoo, Magoo get in here. Yeah. No, it's got to be Mr. How about Mixelplick? What is that from? He's uh, the, the, the enemy of Superman or Batman. Oh, okay. He's, you know, he was the guy, the, the backwards guy. Well, listen, T pities the fool who tells him he's got to drop Mr. from his first name. Exactly. What about Reggie Jackson? He's just October now. <laughs> he's only October. It goes on and on and on. If you think it doesn't affect the world of music, you're wrong. So take oh. They don't even have a name anymore. What is Mr. Mr. to do? They're just... They have no name. They have no name. They've been stripped of all identity. Now they truly do have broken wings. They have absolutely no identity. What do you do there? Oh my God. You've stolen their entire personality. 480-470-KSLX is the number. I'm sure this, this won't end. Outrageous. We were just talking about... Uh, what? Mr. I know. I know. Mr. I'm Potato with you. Head. I know. They're, 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 they took the Mr. away to make it more gender inclusive. And, I know. You know, we just thought, hey, you listen, we're, we're all for inclusivity. Everybody's got to have their rights. But you start this slippery slope and it gets slipperier, slipperier as you go. Here's the thing. I, I'm not concerned about the removal of gender identification so much as I am concerned about arguing over a plastic potato. <laughs> like that's to me like, look, if you want to remove gender specific announcements, like, for example, now when they call the roll in the Senate, it'll be, you know, it'll be Senator Cinema, Senator this, Senator that, instead of, you know, Mrs. Cinema, uh, Mr. You know, Grassley. Right. You know, Mr. Whatever, it, whoever. It, it won't be Mr. President. It'll be just, you know, the Mr. You know, the president of the United States. Right. That kind of deal or president, whomever the person is, if it's Mr. or Mrs. I don't have a problem with any of that. We're talking about a toy. Mm -hmm. A toy. Yep. That's right. I, we're arguing. There's a toy. And again, the real concern here is, you know, Mr. T's not happy. No, nope. he's just T. But, and that's why he's upset now. Now yeah. we know why Mr. T remains to be upset. You know, you he's can, just T now. You can take a bath, but you have to use bubble, bubble. Yep. instead of Mr. Bubble. Yep. Mr. Mr. has no career now. They're the done. It's over. They have no name. Who knew? It's it's all a little crazy. What are they going to do with those patio cooling things if they don't? If they take exactly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Now you now now we're real, now we're all going to overheat. Yep, exactly. Can't even say the word. <laughs> Hi, it's Mark and Neander Paul. Here's here's your gender specific new song. You're a mute one. Grinch. Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That's nice. That's uh, it's all going to happen. You know, I'm gonna, that's where we're at. You know how I'm going to calm myself? I'm going to go home and watch an episode of that uh, that famous. Uh, you know, kids TV show host, uh, Rogers. Rogers yeah. yeah. Wore the sweaters with the patches on the elbows. Yeah, you remember Rogers, that? yeah. yeah. He was, yeah. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. Or maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch uh, some British comedy, Rowan Atkinson as Bean. Bean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, it's weird, too. How are you supposed to, if you happen to meet a young lady, maybe you're teaching your kids the, uh, um, the etiquette of dating. Mm -hmm. Are you supposed to refer to their father as Jones? <laughs> right. You can't say, nice to meet you. Jones doesn't really. <laughs> the only guy that talks to him like that would be his boss. Yep. You know what I mean? So perhaps we can ask the old Saturday Night Live little clay puppet, Bill. Bill. Yeah. Oh, no. Hope 
you had a good weekend. As I said, you know, we didn't do much. My wife was was kind of knocked out from her second vaccine shot. So, But on Sunday, she's feeling better. We did take a walk in the morning. Wound up walking through a shopping center that's not too far from us. And there's a little... Uh, an eatery there. I'll just I'll, I'll say like a sandwich shop type place. I don't want okay. I don't want to mention what it is because I don't want to embarrass anybody. But they had you know their sign along the you know the concrete that runs above all the stores and everything. And then below that they hung an extra banner. You see that sometimes. You know, oh, they yeah. got some kind of special announcement. Sure. And they're obviously pushing their takeout business, and it said, you know, you, you can see the sign, right? It says, we are open. Yeah, we are open. We are open. Welcome in to take out. And then it has their website underneath it. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, show me that Look, sign again. Yeah. Okay, you see something wrong there? I do. Yeah. Um, we are open. Welcome in to take out. Welcome. W-E-L-C-O-M. No. No, that is not correct. That is not correct. There isn't. There, I mean. It's a silent E, but uh, yeah, it's an E but nonetheless. An e. I, it belongs there. I, see, I see that, and I'm like, do I think that my order correct? Well, I have doubts. There's a chance he may spell your name with a C. <laughs> That's that would be the worst. Yeah, yeah, because C is for clowns. So, um, I, but, but at least that sign makes sense. The sign does make some sense. Um, you know, I just I just don't know how it got past the, you know, when they show them the proof of it initially and then, you know, somebody at the sign company looks yep. at it. Everybody and, let it go. And everybody says, welcome with no E on the end. Now, the reason why I say your sign makes sense, I'm going to point out, and I hate to do this because I'm going to I'm going to single out my friend Dane, but he runs a guitar shop in Mesa called Zim's Guitars. All right. It's in a little little corner, a little like strip mall in Mesa. That's not the important part. The important part is he's moving okay. to a new location. And the new location is a highly traveled area. It's good. It's going to be good for, for business, right? All right. And we drove over to his new location on Friday. I went to go check it out. And at the new location, there's a big bunch of big green banners that say, coming soon. Yeah, they always promote it. Yeah. What's coming soon? <laughs> there's nothing. Nothing. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't say what the business is going to be. There's no business name on. There's no marquee. There's no nothing. There's just this coming soon. Coming soon. What is it? A, a, a hurricane? A tsunami? What, what's um, coming soon? Is it a movie? What's no. going on there? <laughs> That's good. Something is coming. So at least, so at least your. It might be misspelled, uh, but you can at yeah. least decipher the message on the sign. True. This True. one just says coming soon. Something. Something, something is coming soon. I'm, I'm wondering if that is just a, a message to the people that that frequent the businesses. Like, don't park in front of here because eventually something will be here. Like, know. if you think this Maybe. is an extra parking spot right. for your employees. Yeah. I don't know. Coming soon. Something. Something. Yeah, what's coming? Something. Something. We don't know. Let's get it going here. It's the Big Three at Nine. We'll give you the best audio clips of the day as compiled by producer Guido. So the first one... Uh, they did the Golden Globes last night, right? Yeah. And uh, Jodie Foster, I never saw the movie, The Mauritanian or something like that. She won Best Actress again. Oh, well, good for her. Yeah, for no, Golden she, Globes. She, she's a great actress. And as she had promised, she thanked somebody sort of random in her in her speech. I'm a little speechless. I have to thank all of my amazing filmmakers. Uh, oh, my friends are screaming downstairs because it's coming late. Uh, uh, um, Kevin McDonald, um, Tahar Rahim, Benedict Cumberbatch, Shailene Woodley, uh, all of these great ladies included. Uh, I love my wife. Thank you, Alex and Ziggy and Aaron Rodgers. This is awesome. Yeah, what Aaron, a night. 
Aaron Rodgers, I guess because she worked with Shailene Woodley in the movie, and Shailene Woodley is now engaged to Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, yes. So it's a random, sort of a random shout-out. And he had thanked her, Jodie Foster, when he won the MVP for some reason. All right. So, yeah. So there you go. So so I guess quid pro quo, Jodie Foster. Yes. Yeah. All right. Second clip here. Fun story. Eddie Murphy was on Fallon the other night talking about as a 17-year-old working a club. Rodney Dangerfield comes into the club, and, of course, they put him on immediately. Yeah, they bump. Sometimes when a famous comic comes into a comedy club uh, and he wants to work on new material, they will bump all the scheduled comedians. And everybody, I guess, got bumped except for Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy had to go on after Rodney Dangerfield. But he said Rodney Dangerfield gave him some bad advice. Rodney Dangerfield came in and bumped everybody. He was like, Dangerfield's going up. And all the comics like, Dangerfield. He went up and did, hey, no. And all that stuff he was doing. Now it's like, Mr. Dangerfield, please, after he came off, he killed us. I said, please watch my show. I want to go up after him, right? Because I thought I was a hot shot. I went up there and I crushed it. Then I came off and Dangerfield was like, hey, you know, there's a lot of foul language in you. You you use those language. Where are you going to go talking that kind of stuff? He gave me all this stuff. And I was like, all all the wind came out of my sails. I was like, oh, Dangerfield. Uh, Then, you know. Three years went by. I get on Saturday Night Live, and uh, three years go by, and I'm, I'm, at, I'm at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas, and I'm at a urinal, and uh, Dangerfield walks in, and he comes in the urinal right next to me, and I look over, and he looks over at me and says, hey, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Eddie Murphy, Dangerfield, Cosby, all the guys, all the old-time comedians told Eddie Murphy to watch his mouth. I think he's done all right. He, did, he didn't take the advice, and and he he made it despite that. Yeah, he I am do uh, okay. I will say this additionally: this weekend, I guess Friday is going to be the debut of Coming to America Two on Amazon Prime. I am very concerned that it's going to be bad. I I'm so concerned because I want it to be great. I want it to be you know uh, Rocky Two, but I think it's going to be Caddyshack Two. It doesn't I'm look s- promising. I'm so scared, and that's that sucks because I love Coming to America. Third clip here. This is a doctor in California. Crazy situation. Oh, he's a doctor for now. For now. So he gets into some kind of traffic situation where he's got to go to traffic court, and they're doing the court on Zoom. And he challenges it. He challenges it, so he's got to show up for court. So when they open up the link for Zoom and the doctor shows up, it's a, it's kind of a weird situation because the doctor was preoccupied. Are you uh, available for trial? It, it kind of looks like you're in an operating room right now. <laughs> I am, sir. I'm in an operating room. Yes, I'm available for trial. Go right ahead. So unless I'm mistaken, I'm seeing a defendant that's in the middle of an operating room appearing to be actively engaged in providing services to a patient. Yeah. Yeah, he was in the middle of an operation. The guy's a cosmetic surgeon. So if somebody in California had a nose job that was botched late last week, this might be the reason. Now, to be fair, let's follow up on this thing. The Board of Surgeons, Plastic Surgeons in California are investigating this guy. They may pull his card. Yeah. They may pull his card on this because, I mean, let's, I mean, I can't even imagine. Imagine HIPAA laws still apply to plastic surgery, right? I, I would assume so. And, you, you know, you can't have a camera. I don't know. I don't know what the exact regulations are, but I know you can't do traffic court while you're operating, while you've got somebody under anesthesia. I would be extremely concerned that any doctor would take any sort of a call while they're in surgery. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's just yeah. bad form. Yep, I am definitely canceling my tricep implants. Yes, I was just going to say, my implant surgery <laughs> has been rescheduled to a more responsible doctor. Yep. Wow, okay, Big Three and I will do it again tomorrow, same time. 
100.7 KSLX. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.